Welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast, the daily podcast dedicated to helping you grow your business online with a brilliant website. Learn about the advantages of custom web design, tailored web development, and strategic web marketing with expert advice for business owners and entrepreneurs in Brisbane, Australia. Join Brisbane locals Saul Edmonds and Gillian Smith from Roundhouse, the creative agency, as they chat about these topics and so much more. Are you ready to grow your business with a brilliant website? Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast. This is episode number 37, and today's episode is entitled Website Development Company Brisbane. My name is Saul Edmonds, and as usual, I'm joined by the lovely Gillian Smith. Good morning, Saul. How are you, and how is everybody out there? I'm fantastic, and I'm sure everyone's great. We are the co-founders and creative directors of Roundhouse, mm-hmm. the creative agency, a local business with a passion for helping our clients grow. Over to you, Joel. Okay, thanks, Saul. Well, today we're talking about website development. And our key question is, which is best? Is it better to work with an individual web developer or with an established web development company? Now, what benefits does each approach offer to you, the small business owner? Now, our goal here is to help small business owners, of course, startups and entrepreneurs in the city of Brisbane, Australia, take their opportunities to the next level with brilliant website design. And if you're from another location or city, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. And we hope that we can help you grow your business in the online space. Okay, so what are today's topics, Jill? Well, today it's basically a comparison between web developers who work freelance and web developers who work for established companies. So what are the pros and cons of each approach? Yeah, so let's let's actually get started on that. Okay, well, whether you choose to work with a freelance web developer or a professional website development company, you always want to achieve the best outcome for your project, of course. You want a quality website. You want it delivered on time. You want to get value for money and you want to make sure that it's a robust solution that will deliver long-term in regards also to support and maintenance solutions that will be there when you need it. Mm. Okay, so Saul, web developers. So let's get right to it. What are some of the positives that a freelance website developer will offer to a small business? Okay, so some of those, I guess, uh, some of those points, just the three, three key points and we'll elaborate then on is that they're um, for the most part highly economical um, the availability as well especially if if they're doing freelance and they're just going to be working on one project which may be you know hypothetically like a larger project that might be their sole job um, so they've got their the, uh, the client has got the sole attention of that particular person especially then if it's a more long-term sort of job um, are flexible working hours. Sometimes that actually works in quite nicely with the uh, requirements for the client. Um, okay, and so what else? So on the flip side of that, some of the cons. So, um, and once again, all these points really should be matched, I guess, with the requirements of the client. And this is where um, you know they can kind of weigh up what's what's more important. So freelancers have that lack of infrastructure and support as well. So it's it's just them uh, usually. Insufficient knowledge to handle your project can can sometimes be an issue, which 
you know, flows in from that lack of support with other people to bounce ideas off or to problem solve. Um, and similar thing, don't have a team to split up work um, parts of the project into more manageable sort of areas. Yeah, bigger workload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that that would be, you know, might be more applicable in a larger project that's got more more parts unless the person is you know hugely um, skilled across a range of areas which they might be lack of reliability maybe um, unable to meet um, deadlines is just because it's it's only them okay well that was a bit of a look at freelancers Saul but now let's go on to talk about website development companies so what are some of the pros if you choose to work with a larger company Okay, so I guess there's um, the key points we'll run over first is uh, customer satisfaction. There's a different because of the structure of a company too. You also have people who have roles within to manage the project. So about keeping people up to date and sort of satisfied that the process is actually running on time. The people doing the tasks within the company, including you know, keeping the client aware of what's what's happening, because um, whilst that's not the actual work itself, that is still a key part. Um, Having ideas about you know uh, industry set standards about things, you can benefit. You can also have um, a lot of um, advantages from a team approach in terms of brainstorming and the um, skill sets within a team to speed things up and to improve everything. Offer a greater range of technical services and support and support's probably um, for some people uh, a bigger one too especially if they haven't had it in the past with other projects that they've been involved in having um, a company the long-term partnership that even inside that company if if uh, other people who work within the company happen to leave, um, the company's still always there, as opposed to a freelancer, which you know that that's uh, that can change more more readily. A wider portfolio and also depth of experience. They may have been um, around for longer, and they've got a you know broader experience overall. So, are there any cons here that we can you know mention? Okay, so cons may then be a higher, higher price point, you know, uh, would be one of the key ones potentially is why some people may choose a freelancer, you know, or freelancers over that is often driven by price. Mm. Um, not necessarily a bad thing, and it may be what people need to do as well, I mean, which is fine. But, you know, ultimately, you don't always find out the results until you're in the thick of it yeah well to help you there um, navigate through the thick of it so to speak uh, we've put a simple eight-point checklist together which will help you find the right web developer for you whether you work with a freelancer or with a website company so I guess the first uh, tip is to know your budget how much are you willing to spend on your project yeah that's right that's going to save everyone a lot of time and energy if you know what that is even if that's a range because if your scope 
um, once kind of expressed doesn't then meet uh, the reality of what that is likely to cost, then, you know, if you know that in advance, if everyone knows that, it can save a lot of time. And then you can at least work around that too, you know, if... And that brings us to number two, is that it's very important to get a fixed price quote. Yeah, and getting a fixed price quote isn't really that hard. You just have to have a good, clear scope, you know. So with freelancers as well, they may charge per hour. Yeah, they may. That's right. They they might give a fixed price quote too, but depending on their level of expertise, they may not. Uh, they don't have the level of experience with previous projects and how to actually quote on them um, in order to be able to give a accurate um, quote. Okay, well, our number three tip is to make sure that you ask about any additional fees and charges, and this could in- include hosting solutions. Yeah, it includes things like hosting, security certificates, if there's any actual fees, then after the fact, like what level of support do people actually give afterwards, if any, um, without, uh, without a fee, if there's a retainer that has been agreed upon, um, and, and so forth. Okay, well, our fourth tip is to look at their past clients, uh, check out their portfolio, check out, you know, reviews, testimonials, and so on. Yeah, that's right. What they've done, talk to people um, even who who have worked with them in the past, you know, and, and reading reviews and seeing, and seeing, you know, obviously the work that they've done, but you know, the level of, of client or if it's similar to what you want as well, uh, that may be um, highly appropriate. Okay, well, our fifth tip is that you should ask who will be personally responsible for your site and seeing it through the development process. Yeah, so if that's with a, a company, that might be the project manager. Um, and, and sometimes that person is also actually working on your site then too. I mean, it depends on, on the size of the agency and that's certainly with a freelancer, that's going to be the freelancer. Um, so you're going to know that. But actually, it's still good to ask. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, our sixth key tip is to ask about ongoing customer support. So what what uh, checks and balances are going to be in place when your website goes live? Yeah, so there's um, some people will offer a certain um, amount in you know, weeks or, or um, some sort of time frame of support that it's, is at no extra cost after after your site and that support might just be the testing of the initial site or helping you out with the um, with educating you on using the content management system after that uh, there may not be any at all and, and might just be ad hoc as as required but at least to establish what that is Okay, um, our seventh tip will be to ask about uh, maintenance and uh, any future updates and what are, the, what are some strategies around future-proofing your website? Well, you, you can't 100% future-proof your website, but what you can do is you can at least as your site, or I should say more your business changes and you are thinking of of making some changes or having it evolve over time it's great uh 
to be able to have someone that you can talk to about that and that flows through to those those future updates that you may be likely to have if that means that it's a feature you don't already have on your website at least you can plan for it and if you need to make you know more or less significant changes to your website at least you've got somebody to talk to about that and if you want people to do um, regular maintenance for you whatever that might be on your website on a monthly basis or however often that is but once again comes back to everyone being aware of that ideally at the beginning of the project okay well our eighth and final uh, tip here and it's a really really important one isn't it Saul it's to set agreed deadlines with achievable criteria yeah yeah that's yeah. right so it gets very important there yeah yeah of course because you know people want to know when it'll be finished for some people that you know if if you say it's within four to six weeks and they don't have to have it on a particular date people still want to know though and if that has to change for any reason just so long as people keep you in the loop however that is different if there is a specific date that is tied into something else specific that campaign launch that campaign launch or some specific event and you don't have any flexibility on it then you need to put in a very uh, a much more strict you know set of um, milestones that everyone needs to be 100% agreed on and you need to be able to know 100% that they can be achieved and that, you know, good scope equals uh, good results. I just made that up, by the way. Okay, so, okay, guys, thanks. That's it for today again. And thank you so much um, for listening to our podcast. Before we go, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. We very much appreciate it. We sure do. Also, if you'd like to read the transcript of this episode, please visit our website at roundhouse.cc forward slash web hyphen design. We are on a journey to help local Brisbane businesses grow their opportunities online and exceed their goals. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Today's session of the Web Design Brisbane podcast has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily web design and web marketing strategies to help you grow your business and realize your dreams. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you tomorrow here at the Web Design Brisbane podcast.